0: Let's go. Hey people, welcome to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing your time with me. So, today's episode is actually inspired by three DMs I got recently that all kind of came at the same time, and they were all about around the topic of alcohol plus binge eating. There are a few different sort of questions, and I'm going to go through them. It's not something I have talked too much about, and it's probably something I should talk about more because I think more people struggle with it than than you really like know or that people want to admit because it kind of almost combines two things that hold shame like over drinking and overeating slash binging. So we're gonna go into all things alcohol plus binging. Before we do that, I wanna give you guys a quick reminder about that new masterclass that I have out, totally free. It's a perfect place to start if you are really struggling with binge eating You're not even, maybe even completely sure why it's happening or you have a suspicion why, but you just want clarification. And of course you want those steps, actionable steps, how to stop binge eating. So it's totally free, links in the show notes. It's amazing. It's 30 minutes of your life and it could really kickstart this healing journey for you. So check that out. But first, let's get into this episode, alcohol plus binge eating. So first I'm going to, I'll share a little bit about my experience with it, um, just to give a bit of context about how it has interacted with me. So when I was really, really badly binge eating, particularly when I was living in Hong Kong at one point alone, a lot of my friends would visit, because I used to live there, a lot of friends would visit there during the holidays. And it was that phase, I think I was about 1920, where we were like really clubbing a lot, going out a lot. We thought it was like the coolest thing ever. So we were doing that. And I remember my boyfriend at the time, I remember I told him, I thought I was a genius. Like I thought I'd cracked the code on like weight loss and dieting and food. I said, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to do. Like this is, it's going to be so obvious and easy. I'm just going to like, go out most nights every week. And because you stay out so late, you go to bed so late. So then I'm going to skip breakfast and then I'll only be eating two meals a day. So voila, I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> and I kind of remember his response, but he was probably like, oh my God, that's so toxic. But anyway, I thought it was genius. And I definitely tried it a lot. And I was in a bad state of health, I would say at that time. Just like lots of drinking, lots of binge eating, poor nutrition, feeling really bad about myself as well. And obviously when you go drinking a lot your sleep is really poor and your hydration levels so was not a good time but in that instance I was not binge eating while I was drinking or after drinking but there were other instances where when we'd all go out drinking at like 3 4 slash 5 a.m we'd end up at some sort of like fast food place and we'd all be there it, it was in Hong Kong so it'd be like Chinese fast food we'd all be like hunched over the table gobbling up like fried rice and stuff and I remember feeling so free with like oh my god I can finally just like guilt-free eat this entire bowl of rice and it's like oh I can enjoy it um actually just springs, springs to mind right now where it was a one one new year's eve party And at like 2am, we were so drunk already and we're like, we gotta sober up. We went downstairs to one of these Chinese fast food places, gobbled up like a whole thing of rice each and other more food, went back to the party and got drunk again. Anyway, so that was kind of the level. It wasn't what I would call binge eating, but it was definitely like unnecessarily, like my body didn't need it, overeating. And there was that sense of like, oh, finally, like relief. I can just eat this thing to my heart's content and I don't have to put a limit on it. I don't have to try to like worry about weight or anything like that's not in your mind or not in my mind rather when I'm at that level of drunk. And there were definitely other times in university in London where we would, as a group, go to like McDonald's order like a Domino's pizza at the end of the night. And again, body probably didn't need to be eating that at 5 a.m., but did it anyway, and it felt like, oh, finally, I can just have this. So those were the main two times where binging or overeating and alcohol would come into play. I didn't ever do it where I would get drunk and come home and just binge alone. Maybe sometimes eat, but not binge alone. So I haven't had that experience, but I'm gonna go into that that example now because that's what I see most when people reach out to me about food and alcohol. So... The example of you get drunk, you come home and you just binge out of control on your own at like whatever, 2 AM, 5 AM, whatever. And so it's this like totally out of control, just free for all kind of feeling. And then the next day you feel so guilty and annoyed and frustrated that you did that on top of drinking all those quote unquote empty calories to me. What this always suggests is that there is restriction when sober. Either you're not eating enough that day or that week coming running up to when you go out drinking. So when those inhibitions are lowered, the controls, the critical side of you is all lowered, when you're in that fun, free, kind of drunk state, then you're you don't have that like that willpower to fight it off that maybe sometimes you do when you're sober. And then it's just like the floodgates are down and you binge. So that's a sign of physical restriction, but also could be a sign of mental restriction of like kind of with my example of having that fried rice when I was drunk. I never let myself have that fried rice ever. So when I was drunk, I was like, oh my God, I can finally have it. And it's so delicious. And it's, oh, this is great. So it could suggest also mental restriction. You've got all these rules, all these foods that are off limits all the time. And then finally, again, when the, controls are lowered the inhibitions are lowered and you're in this feel-good mood you're not judging your weight or anything that you go for these foods that you never allow yourself so you can finally enjoy it so yeah to me it really always suggests that's the first thing I would always look to is how are you restricting when you are sober mental or physical on that note it also something to try out definitely I always recommend is make sure you have really eaten delicious, satiating, substantial amount of food, especially on that day that you know you're going to go drinking and probably get quite drunk. Like really set yourself up for success. Don't do what I always used to do, which was like skip dinner so I could get drunk faster and I wouldn't spend as much money on alcohol and I could get in that feel-good mood faster and I wouldn't have that guilt of having like dinner and all the calories from alcohol combined, don't do that because what happens, you do end up just eating at like 5am instead of having the dinner. And it's just not a good place to be. So set yourself up for success. Something to even try out. Um, if, if you are like, no, 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 I totally, I don't restrict at all. Like no dieting, feed my body enough food, nothing's off limits, but I'm still binging after I drink. Something to look out for there then is, okay, let's, let's test it out. If you decrease the amount that you drink, see what happens then when you're sober. If you binge then when you're sober, that suggests that it really was about restricting that, you know, it was like, the floodgates really did come down when you're drunk because that's the easiest time to not shame yourself for binging, to not like stop it, not force it to stop. that's when you used to binge. But now when you don't drink, you still binge. So that suggests that it really is about restriction. But if you decrease the amount you drink, and you don't end up binging when you're sober, then it kind of suggests that maybe it's something about drinking that just sets off this action in you. And it's hard to tell then what it's really about. But it might just be a sign that drinking that amount of alcohol just doesn't align with you very well. And you know, drinking that amount of alcohol can make all of us do silly things or things that we don't want to do or don't feel good for us. Whether it's, I don't know, me when I overshare when I'm drunk and the next day I'm like, oh my God, what did I just tell everyone? Or you lash out at a, boyfriend or whatever it is, binge drinking, drinking too much really can just make us do stupid things. So maybe it's a sign that it just doesn't really go with you very well. And that's totally up to you if you want to continue doing that, or you can slightly decrease the amount that you drink. So that's that. So drinking plus binge eating. Most likely though, my suspicion is that it does really indicate restriction. Then another thing that I've got from people in my DMs is Before we go on, I wanted to jump in quickly and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been really helpful, but you need a bit more structure, then I'd love to invite you into one of my two signature courses. We've got the OG, the 30 day reboot. This is an online course that you can literally start today. I share the exact method that hundreds of women have already gone through to stop binge eating and feel quote unquote normal with food again. So if you're so done with being stuck in this binge diet cycle, if you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down, then this course is literally made for you. At £1.99, it's literally as much as I used to spend on a few binge takeouts in a month. So trust me, it will pay itself back in no time. It is eye-opening and life-changing as one past alumni put it. We've also got the Empowering Body Love Academy, over 10 modules in a self-paced online format as well. You'll go from hitting your body, scrutinizing it in the mirror, body checking, fearing weight gain, to completely detaching your self-worth from your body shape or size, to finally feeling like you can accept and appreciate your body for all of it does, finally freeing up mental space for bigger, better things in life this absolute gem is £399 or get it in three monthly installments at £150 per month. And when you click the link in the show notes, you'll get a huge discount as well. So if you are ready to shine to reach your highest potential, just scroll down to the show notes to join the 30 Day Reboot or Body Love Academy today. All right, let's get back into today's episode. Another thing that I've got from people in my DMs is, how do I recover from like a crazy weekend of partying, I just feel so shit now, like how do I get back on track? To this, I say, first off, let's acknowledge that you had fun, it was totally worth it, if it was, let's say. So it's not something that you need to regret or feel bad for if you had fun, if it was like, okay, that was worth it, you know, there's going to be some downsides, some negatives to having like a big party weekend. But if it was like great, made great memories, had such a fun time, then cool. It was worth it. Awesome. And now we've just got to deal with some of those negative side effects. And that's okay. Some of those are probably dehydration in your body, really poor sleep, not enough sleep. And you probably just ate food that wasn't (laughs) the healthiest. That's what we tend to do in those kind of weekends. And that's okay. That's nothing bad. It's nothing that we can't overcome or deal with. So just remembering, yeah, we had fun. Yes, these negative side effects did happen. And now what are we going to do? We're just going to realign with how we really want to feel most of the time, like how we really want to treat our body most of the time. And definitely releasing that feeling of like pressure or that we need to punish ourselves or undo the bad things we did to our bodies that weekend, the excessive drinking or the non-nutritious food that we may have eaten. We don't want to do that because we know that that kind of mentality, first of all, it's coming from a really like fear-based kind of place and just an unkind place, like just to punish yourself in general, just doesn't feel great. And we don't need to undo anything. That keeps us stuck in that cycle of binge and diet, of all or nothing, black and white. And we want to get out of that. We just want to gently reinstate the habits that we do most of the time when we're sober that feel good for us and align with how we really want to be living our life. No need to feel guilty or shameful for the weekend. Again, those emotions keep us stuck in that cycle. You know that it was, if it was worth it, then cool, let's move on. On that note though, if a part of you was like, uh, was it really worth it? Like, yes, we had fun. But now for days after, like, I just feel really shit physically. If the fun wasn't worth it, maybe that's a sign to start to, wind things down or like slow things down a little bit with like the way that you party the way that you go out and the way that you drink I think this tends to happen like after we get over that initial phase of like drinking and clubbing and all that stuff we got start to get older I feel like I'm kind of in this spot now at 29 where I'm like eh I don't know if it's totally worth it anymore like I definitely love to have these fun big nights where we like all get drunk and we like just have a lot of fun but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like uh the way I feel the next day physically, the way that like the day kind of feels a bit wasted where I'm just really tired, can't show up as my best self. Yeah, just doesn't feel like that great. So my me, myself, I'm trying to slowly start to just like dial it down a little bit to like less drinking, less of those big nights. I still want the big nights because right now where I'm at in my life, it is fun but just dial it down a bit and just respect how I want to feel most of the time most of the time and like on my weekends how I want to feel and spend my time. I don't want to spend it feeling shit in bed for like half the day the next day. If the fun doesn't feel totally worth it now, maybe it's time to start reassessing and being like, okay, how do I want to drink? How do I how much do I ideally want to be drinking on those kind of weekends and what can I do to, for myself to not let those negative side effects be as bad. And maybe it doesn't mean dialing back on those, the number of times you go partying or whatever. Maybe it's like, okay, I'm just gonna knock back a huge glass of water before I go to bed, after I go drinking. Or maybe I'm gonna just really commit to the next day, just get as much nutrition in it as I can for my body. Okay, so those are the two things I mainly wanted to go through that come up quite a bit in my DMs. Uh, two more small things. So one is just a quick like case study example. And that is one of the women on my group coaching around, not the most recent one, but the one before, she struggled quite a bit with binging and drinking alcohol. And she was in her early twenties, moving to New York. So lots of like fun parties and stuff. While we are doing the course, did dial back actually on the amount she was drinking quite a bit to test out how that would change her binge eating. And for her, it was basically a linear relationship. The amount, like when she decreased the binging, decreased, sorry, the alcohol, the binging went down a lot. In tandem though, she was doing work on her restriction, like a lot of intense work. She kind of stopped the drinking while we did the course just to like get herself in the best possible place that she could. So that's just an example of how decreasing the drinking while you're just trying to heal with the restriction side of things can just all help at once to decrease your binge eating and just make you feel more in control of yourself, more trusting of yourself. So it's definitely something that you could try out as well, if you're struggling with it. It's also um, testament to, so basically she was doing the BBE, my group coaching, which is very similar content wise to the 30 day reboot, only that she obviously had the group calls as well and the group support. So that's testament to the work that we do in the 30 day reboot can really help you if. is like your main struggle regarding binge eating the whole alcohol's um part in it so definitely worth trying that course if you're struggling with it and as you go through the course just sort of view everything through the lens of or like keep in mind your own experience with alcohol as you go through the course and apply any changes that you feel would help you e.g lifting your drinking as you go through the course and then you can always Obviously, you don't have to never drink again, but as you go through the course and you really find out what is causing your binging, which is most likely restriction of some sort, you'll heal for that. And then once you're feeling stable there, you can definitely start adding alcohol back in. And And I would suspect that doing that, it'll all feel totally okay. I didn't actually say uh, when I talked about my experience with alcohol, how it is now. So I definitely have like big nights of alcohol. I'd say like once or twice a month. And I don't really drink alcohol in a casual way like throughout the week. But on those nights where it is big, I definitely do not binge eat. Sometimes snack uh, if the night is like going long, but I'm never having that feeling that I used to have as well, where I was just like, oh my God, finally, like I can just eat this thing without restriction, without any judgment from myself. Let me just get it all in right now like I don't have that. So that's also just more proof or testament to the fact of like doing this work, doing the underlying work of why you are binge eating can get you to this like stable, happy place where if you then want to drink on top of it, you totally can and you're not going to end up binge eating. One other thing to mention is that in the 30 day reboot, you will address things like your beliefs, your self-talk, which all feeds into why you might be binging even when you're Drinking and the post binge process, which can totally be applied if you are struggling with alcohol and binge eating, because it's almost like that post binge effect after you have drunk on a night out is even stronger because you have also the guilt of just like, ugh, like I'm hungover as well. So that's really helpful. And a lot on the emotional side of things definitely emotions come up as well the guilt, the frustration, the shame of alcohol and binge eating. So that will definitely be addressed too. So that's this episode on alcohol and binge eating. If you are struggling, as I said, definitely check out the 30 day or if you just want a free kickstart, check out the masterclass all in the show notes and any questions at all, anything you want to share with me, I'm always there for you in the DMs in on Instagram. So I hope you guys have an amazing day, amazing week and I will see you next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.